Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 248, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back and good afternoon everyone. We are halfway through week number 50 and we're more than halfway through our journey through the book of Acts. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly curious cow. So Marvin, how's your Wednesday going? Oh, it's good Dave. Yeah, yeah, this morning I just discovered the moo button on our cow TV. The moo? Wait, do you mean the moot button? Uh, no, Dave. What's a mute button? Well, it's the button that turns the sound off so that you can't hear anything. Wait, what? Well, that's crazy, Dave. Why would you want to watch TV without any sound? Well, I don't know. Maybe if you were talking on the phone or something? Well, well Dave, why wouldn't you just turn the TV off? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know, Marvin. Uh, anyway, that's not the point. What's a moo button? Oh, well, if we're watching a human TV channel on our cow TV, well, you push the moo button... And it converts all the human voices into moos. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I see. Well, yeah, that does sound fun. But anyways, Dave, it is Wednesday. You do know what that means. Yep, I do. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okie doke Here comes Benjamin. And he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, Benjamin. Hi, you guys. How are you doing, Benjamin? Oh, I'm good, Dave. Yeah, you know, just been... Hanging out with my pack, you know, doing wolf stuff. Okay, good. Well, you know, I think we're all ready for this week's joke. Oh yeah, we sure are. Okay, get ready to laugh. Here it comes. Why did Peter go to the car dealership every week? Well, I don't know, Benjamin. Why did Peter go to the car dealership every week? Because he always loved to see convertibles. <laughs> oh, 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 that got me, uh, convertibles. You know, Dave, like people who were going to convert to Christianity? Yeah, good one, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, thanks, Dave. Hey, just two more jokes to go. Uh, I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Oh, bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, so we'll get to today's reading. Now, for the last week or so, we've been hearing about how the gospel was spreading and Gentiles were believing in Jesus. But don't forget, although Saul had been converted, there were still plenty of others who were against the disciples and against the church. And today, I'm afraid we're going to hear some more of that. Oh, okay. Okay, well, who's reading that for us today, Dave? Today, it's our friend Robin. Oh, hi, Robin. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to 17. About this time, King Herod arrested some people who belonged to the church. He planned to make them suffer greatly. He had James killed with a sword. James was John's brother. Herod saw that the death of James pleased some Jews, so he arrested Peter also. This happened during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After Herod arrested Peter, he put him in prison. Peter was placed under guard. He was watched by four groups of four soldiers each. Herod planned to put Peter on public trial. It would take place after the Passover feast. So Peter was kept in prison. But the church prayed hard to God for him. It was a night before Herod was going to bring him to trial. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Two chains held him there. Lookouts stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared. 
a light shone in the prison cell. The angel struck Peter on his side. Peter woke up. Quick, the angel said. Get up. The chain fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. Peter did so. Put on your coat, the angel told him. Follow me. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards. Then they came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, so they went through it. They walked the length of one street. Suddenly the angel left Peter. Then Peter realised what had happened. He said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent his angel. He set me free from Herod's power. He saved me from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When Peter understood what had happened, he went to Mary's house. Mary was the mother of John Mark. Many people had gathered in her home. They were praying there. Peter knocked at the outer entrance. A servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. She recognised Peter's voice. She was so excited that she ran back without opening the door. Peter is at the door, she exclaimed. You're out of your mind, they said to her. But she kept telling them it was true. So they said, it must be his angel. Peter kept on knocking. When they opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet. He explained how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said. Then he went to another place. Thanks, Robin. Oh no, Dave. Herod killed James. Yep, that's right. James is the first of the disciples to be killed for his faith in Jesus. But you know what? I'm afraid he would not be the last. In fact, we think all of the disciples, except James's brother John, would eventually be killed for proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, but Peter's rescued this time, huh? Yep, he is. The angel leads him right out of prison. And he goes to find some of the other believers there and he knocks on the door and it's kind of funny. The girl Rhoda realizes it's him, but this is what they've been praying about. And when Peter arrives, she's so excited she forgets to open the door and leaves him standing there on the doorstep while she dashes off to tell everyone else. Yeah, no wonder they couldn't believe it. I mean, especially after what had happened to James. But yeah, this is kind of like we talked about with Stephen, huh? God rescued Peter, but he didn't rescue James. Yeah, that's right, Marvin. See, when we turn to Jesus, I'm afraid God doesn't promise us that we'll all have long, super happy lives. He doesn't promise us that all our problems will vanish. He doesn't promise us that we'll all be rich or that we'll never get sick and die. He doesn't promise that the good guys will always win and the bad guys will always lose. God doesn't promise us any of that. See, I'm afraid our world is still messed up and sinful, and sometimes, sure, God steps in and there's an amazing rescue, but sometimes, as God is working out his big story, his big plan, well, sometimes a rescue is not part of that plan. But Marvin, what he does promise is that whatever this sinful, messed up world throws at us, he will always be right there with us. He was with Stephen as he was killed by stoning. He was with James as he was killed by the sword. And he will be with his people, that's us, every single day of our lives, no matter what. Yeah, so bad stuff still happens, huh, Dave? Yeah, I'm afraid so, Marvin. But God is with us. And like we said before, he will lead us through it all, good and bad, until that day when he brings each of us home to be with him forever. Oh, yeah, that's the best bit, huh? Yep, it definitely is, Marvin. But boys and girls, today, thank God that he is always there, that we can be sure that no matter what happens to us, he will never, ever leave us or forsake us. We can 
bank on that. And you know, I think that's a good place to leave things today. So let's say goodbye, Marvin, and we will be back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.